Hello and welcome to the Manda Hadley podcast. This podcast is all about no-fault divorce. And just to put a bit of context around this, um, the divorce process in England and Wales uh, underwent its biggest overhaul in a generation as the no-fault divorce legislation came into effect in April this year. So I'm joined today by Stuart Daniel. Hi, Stuart. Good morning, Joe. Um, we're going to learn more about uh, what the changes mean for couples uh, in, in terms of, of divorcing. Um, so thanks for joining us. Um, could you just give a, our listeners uh, initially a rundown of what the no-fault divorce legislation is and what it actually means? Of course, yes. So essentially, Joe, we've had um, the, same, the, um, the, the same divorce law for many, many years now. It stems back to 1973, which was largely a fault-based system whereby one person um, about to go through divorce would have to blame the other person and cite their unreasonable behaviour. Um, alternatively, divorces could be based on adultery, which is obviously very difficult in some cases. And the only sort of consensual divorce was where they'd been separated more than two years. So for persons that were wanting to divorce but hadn't been separated two years, they'd need to play the blame game, either his or her adultery or his or her behaviour. Um, the law has now changed. So since the 6th of April this year, we have a no-fault divorce where either one party or both parties can simply say the marriage is broken down irretrievably without citing any blame or, or behaviour. So it's, it's far less acrimonious. OK, so under those new rules then, Stuart, would you advise people to consider applying jointly for divorce? Um, I think it depends on the circumstances, Joe. The short answer is yes. Um, if a person comes to me and says, we've spoken at length at home, we both accept the marriage is broken down, it's amicable, we'll put the children further, then yes, I think it would be appropriate to have a, a joint application. In most situations, certainly in my experience, one party um, is committed to divorce, the other person is perhaps in denial or, 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 or sort of um, less in favour of the process. So in those circumstances, usually one will still take the lead. And what happens um, if the other party disagrees with the application to this no-fault divorce? Well, that's one of the key changes in the current law. So previously there was um, the option to defend or challenge a divorce in certain circumstances. That's now gone. Um, so there is no opportunity to defend a divorce. Um, literally one person says it's broken down irretrievably and that's it. OK, um, so just... Putting that back into context in terms of where we were before April, um, couldn't you choose to have a no-fault divorce option at that point? Only if parties have been separated for two years or more. So um, if they have been living separately for two years, uh, then one could say the marriage has broken down irretrievably. We've been separated more than two years and my spouse consents to a divorce. So that was a no-fault system. Um, but over the years, I would say of doing this job, it, it's been quite rare to, to proceed on that basis. The majority of couples don't want to wait two years. Once they decide the marriage is broken down irretrievably, they want to start the new chapter in their lives, understandably. So that wasn't an option. And certainly I've dealt with many situations, I'm sure other practitioners can say likewise, where couples want an amicable divorce, or wanted rather, um, but they had to play the blame game and still say, well, it's because of his or her behaviour and against the grain really so I think it's very welcome to now have the opportunity to say to the courts the marriage has broken down it's very sad that's happened but we don't want to be causing difficulties and, and blaming the other person we just want to get on with things and focus on the more important matters such as the children and sorting the house and finances. And Stuart do you, do you think that this legislation is enough to keep more divorces amicable? 
Um, I, I'd, I'd say no in some ways, Joe, because the, the difficult aspect of most separations and divorces is sorting out the children. So the changes we've had come in from the 6th of April relates to the divorce process only. They don't change the financial system of divorce and they don't change the um, position regarding child disputes. So situations where parties are amicable in the sense they agree the marriage is broken down. Sadly, they could still have acrimony when it comes to the children and the finances. So the current law doesn't address that. And just kind of calling on your experience, what steps do you think couples can take to ensure that the process of divorce, which is never easy, um, yeah. remains as amicable as possible? Um, for years, there's been an emphasis on mediation as, as a, an alternative to court proceedings. That's something we've always promoted more so in recent years when it's become mandatory to consider or inquire about mediation before contemplating court proceedings. Um, I was certainly trained when I was an apprentice many years ago to always promote a, a sort of uh, non-aggressive, non-inflammatory way of dealing with family law. So we will always promote mediation, um, voluntary negotiations as the first port of call. It's where negotiations break down or perhaps there's been a very sour relationship breakdown, perhaps there's been domestic abuse and so on, where that won't be appropriate. So litigation is, is the last port of call. I, I think there's been a good framework for a number of years now to allow um, non-court proceedings uh, as a way of progressing things. And the current law, again, doesn't impact upon that. It's really a change to divorce only, not the financial system or the, um, the, the Children Act as it used to be. Okay, Stuart. Well, thanks very much for your time uh, in recording this podcast with us. I hope the listeners have found this useful. Um, of course, if anybody listening um, is thinking about divorce um, or is in the process and wants some advice, um, you can contact Stuart directly at Manda Hadley. Details are on our website at mandahadley.co.uk. Thanks very much, Stuart. Thank you, Joe.